Yo, 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 what's poppin' everybody? You know what I'm saying? This is philosophy. This is episode number four of season two. This is episode number four of season two. And today we're gonna be talking about the Matrix. I'm not talking about the movie, I'm talking about the actual Matrix. And I got a special guest with me today. I got one of my comrades. He gliding through, you know what I'm saying? Blessing y'all with the presence real quick. You know what I'm saying? My boy Black Moses, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? FH boy from day one. We in here. Fly hired dies in the building. We're about to talk about some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Help you get your mind right. You know what I'm saying? Get your soul right. Get your money right. All those good things, man. So go ahead. Do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Feed the children. You know what I'm saying? Put your titty away when you're done. Come back upstairs. You feel me? Unlace your bra. Whatever you got to do. Whatever niggas be doing, bro. I don't know no more. You feel me? But meet us back here. And we're gonna get this rocking. Philosophy, The Matrix, featuring Black Mo. You niggas know what's up, man. See you soon, right here. One. Alright, y'all. So it's your boy Ills right here. And I got my special guest with me today, man. One of my dogs, man. You feel me? Day one nigga right here. And we about to, you know what I'm saying, talk about some very serious, very serious shit, some life-changing shit, man. And uh, we're going to be talking about the Matrix. And the reason why we're talking about this is because, or why he's a guest talking about it, is because this dude has always been very, uh, very knowledgeable on, like, the true meaning of of this term when people say the Matrix. He was uh, he understood the movie better than most people I've met. And um, he also, we pretty much collaborate on choosing this topic because it's something that I know he has a lot of wise things to say and uh, could just bring more clarity as to what people mean when they say shit like we're living in a simulation or or uh people who don't understand the correlation between the matrix the movie and real life so that being said my boy my boy black mo go ahead and uh introduce yourself to the people man let them know you're here yo man what's good man i'm glad to be on uh i've been listening to to the, the the past season uh, listening to you spread that knowledge, man. So I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm glad to uh, have an opportunity to, to chop it up with you, man. It's been, a, it's been a minute. Hell yeah, hell yeah. We all, you know, it's always, it's always a, a, a wide situation when, when me and this guy link together, y'all. Like for real, like uh, he's a little bit older than me, so when we link, you know, it's a certain level of maturity. He's probably the most mature nigga in the crew. You know what I'm saying? Like just mature and uh. I learned a lot from uh, his his level of maturity, so I appreciate having him on the show as well. You know what I'm saying? Cause it just, it just can't go wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, so how you been, man? How's it's good. I been. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's a fool. And uh, straight up though, you feel me? Yeah, but how? So so what's up though? How you doing, bro? Like, what's the what's the deal with you, man? What's going on? Man, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm I'm uh. I'm just chilling, working. Uh, I picked up a camera over the last year, man. So I've just been diving into photography, trying to learn as much as I can on that. Yeah. Treat that like uh, treat, I treated music. You know what I mean? All right, a new, a new, uh, a new channel for the creativity. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm liking it a lot. I'm liking it a, a whole lot, man. It's fun. It's fun as hell. Right. I was when I was taking pictures. I was doing that shit during the pandemic and like. Uh, yeah, I, I could instantly see like how people get 
get engulfed with with photography you know what i'm saying because it's just something about it it's like you could paint a picture without having to do shit kind of like, right exactly it's yeah. a lot it's a lot less legwork than it would be to like write something you know what i mean absolutely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's crazy because the picture can tell a story just like a nigga rhymes you know what i mean right absolutely it says more than it says more than a rhyme to be honest with you. yeah real tough some i don't somehow i don't know how to put it in the words but that's exactly that's exactly what it does yeah put shit in the words so how what kind of camera this is it crazy that's a crazy thing right i know right yeah that's <laughs> a it's a, it makes you have an appreciation for um for painting like you know what i'm saying like uh you it may it, it helped me understand like when motherfuckers be looking at a certain painting and be like what the fuck like what is special about this it's just it's just some trees but it's like it's so much more than that in some weird way yeah there's so much intent there's so much uh it's so much unspoken meaning to it that it's like you know you can interpret it a thousand ways you know what i mean exactly exactly yeah man so that's beautiful what kind of uh you shooting film huh yeah i'm shooting a 35 millimeter uh i got a canon to ae one it's yeah. like one of them like 80s joints nice like the little chrome and stuff on there hell yeah well, it's, uh, it's kind of beat up but you know I, I try to do as much work with it as i can yeah that shit is beautiful though how, how you um how are you how are you developing them I and where do you go and you go to mike's cameras to get them developed or where you go to yeah 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 right now i'm going to mike's camera uh, but the goal is at some point to get into the development myself because right. one, it's mad expensive. Right. And two, I feel like it would just bring the whole process to a head, you know, me doing it all from start to finish. So yeah, that is the goal. Right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hell yeah, man. Speaking of film, uh, I just spoke to Peter Parker the other day, man. He told me that uh, that Satan Center video we did, man, it's going to be coming out soon. He working on it. Word, yeah. Word, I thought, word, I thought word, the, yeah, yeah. I've been waiting for that. I yeah, ain't gonna front. Yeah, I thought that. I, yeah, that, <laughs> I thought the nigga forgot about it or some shit. I was like, but I didn't want to sweat him because it was free or whatever. So, but I'm like, you know what I mean? We do want to see that. That shit. It felt good. So, you know what I mean? It felt like oh, a good man. That song is incredible. Yeah, definitely one of our one of our best joints together, man. And uh absolutely. Yeah, you feel me? For uh for those of y'all, I damn near still remember the day we recorded it, like yesterday. Like I kind of remember the whole process for some reason. But uh yeah. Um for those of y'all who who don't know who Black Mo is or whatever, you know, like this is this dude has been in the he's been a part of everything. He's been a part of day one. Even the even the term fly high for those of y'all who fuck with me, like I was already saying fly high, but he was the first nigga to say fly high or die. And when he said it, like it just it just clicked. I was like, yeah, that's that's how niggas should be coming. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, now, hey, before Wiz in there, man. Before oh, yeah, yeah. Wiz. Hey, I didn't say it. I didn't say <laughs> hey, don't I and I didn't say it this time. So cause I'm I'll be taking the heat for all the shit. But yeah, you see, you heard you heard him say it. You heard him say it. So for all the for all you niggas out there who stole our shit, straight up just robbed our shit in front of the whole world because we was broke niggas trying to come up. You feel me? They took advantage. You had fucking TGOD, fucking uh, uh, Hustle Gang OD. I'm like, what is yeah, like? Yeah. Just like when did when did we saw this OD shit? You know what I'm saying? Right, right, yeah, right, man. Right. This is this fly high shit, bro. We came 2000 2009 since that we was the first ones to ever say that shit, man. And so anything you see OD after 2009, that's us. Like that's you stole that from us. That's how come you niggas ain't hey. doing it. 
Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say it's crazy, too, because you still see the influence of what we did on, on, uh, on hip-hop, man, on mainstream hip-hop. Like, cats, the way cats are, you know, basically setting up their camp, you know, the way the, the photography looks. Yep. The uh, artistic direction, al- album covers, the man. way cats are spitting, like, like all that, man, we were doing back in 2009. Like, uh, it's 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 maddening it's it's like maddening nigga like how much shit people have stolen from us bro like but you, there's nothing you could really do it's like you just gotta watch these niggas like the, yeah our, our influence on on hip-hop like we are for sure an unsung hero of hip-hop that i'm telling y'all like a lot of the shit you see today came from what we were doing man like even niggas that might seem like that shit is all original it's not so much that they aren't original, but the people around them that are curating their image and the way that they look and all that shit, that shit came from some type of inspiration that we laid down. For real. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, and I hey, I give you I give you the props for that. Because you were the one that had the vision from, from the jump. So I appreciate that. that I appreciate that, my nigga, for real. And you know what? You feel me? That's real right there. What he just said, that's that's real. A lot of a lot of cats wouldn't wouldn't give me my ups on that kind of shit, but I really do appreciate you saying that, man. Cause it seemed like I'm always saying it, but I say it because I don't want it to be. I, I said sometimes a nigga feel stepped on. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, niggas, right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Like, damn, y'all niggas act like I didn't have nothing to do with nothing in the world. Like all this, a lot of this shit I'm looking at, it just make me sick. It's like y'all niggas just stole all my shit from me and my niggas too. You know, cause it's like my friends also deserve a lot of a lot of shit that y'all. We should be rich. Like we should already be rich, but yeah. like yeah. facts. Every all of us should be rich, bro. Like we put out some of the best music I ever heard in my life. I don't care. It might seem like I'm biased about it too, because we crew. But it's like, nigga, like I don't know. We got we got this timeless shit down. Like when it come to making timeless music, I think that's where that's where we got our foot in the pot. Like for real, we don't just make music. Like niggas make shit. You could play all our shit from going back 10, 11 years. It's still like crack a little bit, like depending on what mood you're in. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that, no, that shit's still going. Yeah, it's, it's still very high grade exotic. Right, word up. <laughs> I think it's sick. <laughs> I think it's a high grade exotic. You feel me, though? That's real shit. That's real shit, man. And so I feel like with, a, like with us, with us, it's like it's been like a fight to stay, to stay, um, to stay motivated man because i think i feel like what we have is so special and uh beneficial to the world like sonically you know what i mean that it's like damn i really hope these niggas don't ever just give up because i know we didn't make it or whatever but it's i feel like there's always we always got a puncher's chance as they say in boxing you know what i mean like yeah absolutely absolutely i'm just hoping man with this music shit uh-huh. that that if, if I can't personally make it myself or or see uh see some type of game from myself that I can at least give game to somebody else so that they can do it for sure. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that too, that too, that too. I feel that as well. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I believe in y'all niggas so much. I mean I've always believed in you niggas, so I'm always like I'm always like, I mean, if I get on, all you niggas got on. So my whole thing is yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a rap, but I, I just don't, I just, I just want the world to, to give us the proper, our, pro, our proper flowers and not just our proper flowers, but our proper bread. Like <laughs> niggas deserve yeah, the proper bread. Like, this, yeah, like 
there's no reason there's no reason we should be living with roommates or not having things that like none of that shit like nigga we supposed to be yeah, like, right, young ballers right. like condos and nice whips all that like come on man nigga we worked with great hey, niggas can't eat no flowers man I'm my mama. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I'm saying, bro. Like, it's nice that y'all love us and shit, but goddamn, like, somebody give us a deal, nigga. Like, put us on already, fam. Like, how much crack do you got to write, my nigga? Goddamn. How much crack do you, how handsome do niggas have to be? Like, niggas are handsome as hell, fly-ass niggas. Everyone fuck with us. The whole city know us and respect us and love us. But we can't get a deal. It's like, what the fuck do I gotta do? Like, I don't know, yeah, man. I don't know. I ain't, I ain't tripping off the deal. But that's what I'm saying. Niggas gotta get rich another way and flip it. But you know, we gonna figure something out one day, man. So, man, but yeah, my nigga. Like, all right, that was a great intro into all of this shit we about to say. So, we talking about the Matrix today, y'all. My boy, he got all the game on the Matrix on the movie. He understands this shit on some whole other whole other level like just when he talks about the matrix since i was a youngin he used to talk about this shit when i was like in my 20s and i'd be like damn like i never even looked at that shit like that so i thought this would be a great intro great you know just a great way to share with the rest of the world at least the people who listen to us what the matrix is man a in-depth fly niggas perspective on it so I'll let you i'll let you jump it off my boy you feel me let the world know man just whatever you however you want to jump in i'll follow yeah, uh, I mean, shit, I, I'll just ask the question, like, you know, if, if we were living in a simulation, simulation, would you be able to tell? Mm. That's a great question. That's a good question to ask. So, do you want my... There's a, there's a theory. Well, let, 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 me, let me just follow that up with, with saying, like, there's a theory that uh, in the future, right? Uh-huh. In the future, there will be technology enough to basically simulate real life, and that that if it was if it was so realistic that we couldn't differentiate from what was real and what wasn't, uh-huh. and how, how can we prove that this wasn't the simulation that uh, we would have access to in the future? Word. Hmm. That's something to think about. That's something to think about. All right. So when you say something like that, are you saying like, how will we be able to prove that we're not in a simulation right now? Are you, when you say, are are you talking like literal, like go outside and like pick the grass out, like take the grass out the dirt and the grass is not real or are you saying something else that's exactly what i'm saying i'm saying we're actually plugged in simulation you know our bodies are somewhere else right our bodies are in some type of power plant let's say right wow and all of our senses are telling us that what we're experiencing is real Uh like how you know how do we know that that's not happening basically that's fucking madness. That, <laughs> that, I, I, that's madness. See, I didn't even know that was the level you was going with it. You're going with like that. Like, this nigga literally means the Matrix. Like, right now, this is not real. Could you fucking imagine? Yo. 
So where's my body at? Then where? Yeah, and who? What? It, what? They kidnap me when the second I'm born and take me somewhere or what? Well, I'm even. I'm even thinking like you know, you know, what if this was agreed upon by us at some point? Not necessarily us in particular, but what if as a society we were cool with it, like we willingly did it? You know what I mean? And then that's just what kept perpetually happening to generations that followed the generation that was cool with it. I want some stoner shit right now. <laughs> nah, but that shit crazy. Hey, so, nah, I got wild questions, man. You shouldn't have, t- I didn't know you was going to take it like that. I was like, I'm thinking it was some other shit you was going to say. This nigga talking about some real, like, imagine if we weren't even here right now. Like, our body's not here. This is like, so, so this guy you talking to, this Raz you talking to, like, this is just my consciousness or some shit? Like, exactly. Exactly. But how I think about it like this. We we are now in a world where there's a such thing as a metaverse. Right. And that's essentially kind of doing what we're talking about, right? People willingly going into this three dimensional space with a with an avatar that represents them, right? Their right. their 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 person. Yeah. Going through this world, copying NFTs. Uh, you know, they got they got homes in this world. You're able to spend money in this world, so it is like there, like there's profit there to be had. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you know, the only reason why we know we're in the metaverse is because it looks like uh, uh, primitive, primitive graphics. You know what I mean? We look right. cartoony in that world. Yeah. Like, what if what if they took it a step further? You know, what if what if it looked more realistic? How would we know? How would we actually know the difference? Wow, how would we know the difference? Because I guess in the metaverse you can't feel pain. That's what I would yeah. say, right? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> and they could say, yeah, you heard me, dead ass. You already know, because you know they're gonna try to make it like where you could feel something eventually they're gonna take it there why not yeah yeah hey yo hey um uh, what you gonna call it make sure you make sure you're uh your speak are you are you talking on speaker or are you talking on the phone i'm talking on my phone all right yeah make sure you keep it close to your mouth because it, it's going in and out a little bit all right Just, hold on i'm gonna I'm I'm switch out of this headset all right stay with me yeah i'm here so yeah, y'all, this is a philosophy, man. So my boy get back, you know what I'm saying? We talking about the Matrix, y'all. We talking about that real Neo Morpheus-esque type shit. So ask yourself some questions. What if right now all of this was just a simulation? What if all of this was like like ready player one right now? You know, you just sitting here, the computer ain't real, your family ain't real, everything is just a fun. I think personally, it would make life a lot more fun. I would look at life a whole different way if I knew that. You know what I'm saying? It's something to think about. I was, I was gonna say, would that change? Would that change the way you go through life? You know what I mean? Absolutely, bro. That would change a lot of shit. I would change. I mean, I mean, most of the shit that I'm sad about would just dis- dissipate if I knew. <laughs> yeah, because what I'm sad for, like, all this is just not even, re- it's just a fucking game. It's like, well, so you're telling, so I'm basically deciding what stages I'm going to go to. It's like playing Ghost of Tsushima and shit, 
And like you could decide, I'm gonna go over here and go accomplish, accomplish this mission, or I'm gonna go over this mission. But there's like endless missions I could do, and ultimately, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish the game, which is dying essentially. Like you die right. eventually, so it's like, what is there even to fucking complain about? It's like, yeah, certain parts are gonna be harder than others. Certain parts are gonna be super difficult, and you're gonna be like, God damn, you'll just walk away from that from that mission and go do another mission, but. It, you know what I'm saying? You still want to complete the yeah. mission you was going through. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It becomes, and you're still getting XP. Yeah, facts. You all that, facts. right? Facts. <laughs> facts. You know what I mean? You, you're so, still getting XP. You're, you're, you're still progressing through the game. Facts. But it's just, it's just less, uh, I, I, would, I definitely would say, thinking that way is less pressure, it's less stress for sure. Absolutely. It's all fun. It's like you get, it becomes a, like, are you kidding me? Like, it's a joke. Everything is just a joke now. Like, I'm going to just be like, I mean, I'm kind of, I've kind of always been like this, but this shit is makes it different. It's like, cause I, I was going through so much difficult shit that I'm just like, at some point a nigga just like, man, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Whatever yeah. happened, happened. You know what I'm saying? Which is, right, which right. ain't, I, honestly, it, I can't really say that it hurt me. Like I've, I just, Sometimes I, I look at my life and I'm like, maybe I was a little too careless here or a little too careless there. But it's like, was I really like if I if I cared more, I would be more depressed about shit. Right. So right. it's like I kind of right. just well, I would just let life take me where it took me, but also try to control my destiny on some Neo shit. Like how when Neo decided that he was going to be the one, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, the nigga took yeah. control of what was going on. And that was what made him special. So. But nevertheless, he still had a bunch of trials and whatnot, you know, but he dealt with them as I'm the one any no matter how this goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 He was in, he was in control of his death. Exactly. He didn't let it. He didn't let it control him so much, even though. Right. Yeah. He. There, I guess I guess there was he realized there was no destiny. He he is that he is what we call destiny in his in his story. We are our destiny. Yeah. 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 So in the film, I mean, his destiny was to be the one, but he also had to let—he also had to uh, to let go of that that uh, that rigidness of, of of thought. You know what I mean? Like, you know, his destiny was to be the one, but he didn't have to accept that as uh, his fate. If that makes sense. I understand what you're saying. And all right, so what you're saying is a—I think it's a little different from what I'm saying. I'm what I'm saying is that Neo. Like Neo realized that he was the one and then everything he would do was like no matter how fucking crazy it was getting, like when the, all the shootouts and all of that, he just always would, would know that he was the one and then as soon as he would think that, oh, I forgot I'm the one, he would take control and do some crazy shit like the do the bullet dodging and all of that. Right, right, right. Because, but he could only he could only do it by he, hold on real quick. Hold on real quick. I got a fucking ad, man. I hate these uh, shits, but hold on. So so he would do all of that shit at the drop of a thought, basically. Like, all right, so I'm the one, then what the fuck? Like, I'm going to dodge these motherfucking bullets. I ain't going to just sit here and hope that one don't hit me. I'm actually going to dodge them because I can't. Um, right. So, so I'm saying, like, he is like, he's a microcosm of... When they say in the movie how they want us to under, how, want us to understand that Neo is the one, Neo is us, each and every single one of us. That's basically what I'm saying, and that we are the one. It's it's like the person whoever wrote it was trying to show us 
that like no matter how this how this shit looks like you always have control of of the destiny in so many ways you might take a route that others don't quite understand but it's ultimately up to you like no matter what we want to achieve we know different ways to achieve the things that we would like to achieve but a lot of us get caught up in social standards as to how we are to achieve these things but we always have right. an alternative idea of how i could achieve this you know right. what i mean but, right yeah and, and, I, and i feel like that alternative idea within that alternative idea lies that the one power in us in each and every single one of us that, that that's what i i think that's what i was trying to say was like his everybody kept telling him he was the one right uh -huh. And and everybody kept saying that it was his destiny to be the one, except for the oracle, except for the oracle. But you know, Morpheus and and you know the rest of the squad kept telling him like you know like this is what you're supposed to be. Uh -huh. But it wasn't until he made the choice to be the one, right? Huh? So what... he had to he had to decide to right. for that to be his destiny in order for him to fulfill that if that makes sense facts what was uh what was the oracle telling him again in, in comparison to to morpheus i forgot what she was saying she said he wasn't it she looked at him and said nah you're not it but she also said you're not one to believe in destiny oh see there i go i mean it's all it's all it's all connected <laughs> it's connecting what i'm saying you know it's connecting yeah word up so so as the film progresses uh what does the oracle in the in the trilogy of the series of the matrix does the oracle come back in because i've only seen the first matrix does she come back yeah, in to so change she, her mind she comes back she comes back in she, she goes to see her in episode two right mm -hmm. or not episode two but but, but movie two mm -hmm. and uh she basically, at this point, she she acknowledges that you know she was trying to get him to believe basically that he was the one. Oh, uh, oh she reverses. But then she tells him she tells him that she's gonna go into hiding uh, after that conversation because uh, Agent Smith was looking for her. Wow, wow! So she tried to reverse psychology his ass into into being the one. She knew, so she knew he was the one. But she tried to reverse yeah. oh word. She reversed psychology them into it. And then fucking Agent Smith found out and got on her ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn. We can't have niggas knowing they're the one. Because if niggas know they're the one, then you can't control them. Fact. Fact. So yeah, there's, uh, there's always gonna be agents. You know, looking to, you know, keep you from reaching your potential. Facts. You better hear what this man's saying, y'all. I, I vouch everything he's saying. Trust me. There's always going to be agents in the world. Especially the closer you get to knowing you're the one, the closer the agents get. I'll tell you that. That's that's illy spill on that. I'm telling you, the more agents you have to deal with, the closer you get to understanding how to break free from the matrix in your own way. Like if you're able to just do whatever the fuck you want, like if you go to work tomorrow and just scream at the top of your lungs, but nothing's wrong with you, you're just doing it to fuck with people. Did you just scream, just let out a big ass scream? Like you'll just look at how people react to you. Why would people, why would it matter that you walk into work and scream? You know what I'm saying? Is it, is it, yeah. you feel me? If, if nothing's wrong with you, if you're, if you're clearly competent and you just decide to do that, that, that day, and we live in a world of free speech, 
why would you get written up that for doing something like that you and i both know you'll get written up for doing something like that but why so is it because it's about controlling you it's about if they 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 have everyone so tightly knit to where like anything outside of social construct you understand like when you're when you're yeah, con- you know what i'm saying bro when motherfuckers are constructing the social norms and it, you know what i mean it makes it it's like that it's a building they're basically putting you in so in a mental prison in a sense so if any, basically so if you step outside of mental prison in any type of way you have to be punished but nobody wants to hear that like nobody no one understand like nigga, it's crazy this is the matrix y'all this is this is a philosophy i need to put this <laughs> this is a philosophy <laughs> episode <laughs> this is episode number four this is your boy ills of my motherfucking dog right here my nigga black mo and we talking about Yo. the matrix you hear me and we trying to set your mind free baby you know what i'm saying free yourself from mental slavery emancipate yourself motherfucker and you know what i mean so yeah get ready for it man hey mo we gotta take a goddamn break in like we gotta take a break in like two minutes so anything you want to spill right. go ahead and let the people i'll let you spill for the next year you got two minutes Oh man, uh, shit. All, all I wanted to do is piggyback off what you said, man, and say, uh, you know, <laughs> they want you to be a robot. You know, like that's a society uh, constructed to make you be a worker, a robot, uh, a consumer. Uh, but, you know, the moment that you realize that and become aware of that is the moment when you make a decision to change that behavior. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, so you heard what he said, y'all? A worker, a robot, or a consumer. Nice and concise for anybody who's not picking up on what we're telling you. Every they want everyone as workers, robots, or consumers. And I think one of their best weapons with this is religion. I gotta do an episode. Absolutely. Yeah, I might have to do to hit the religion episode. We might have to come back with the. I have to bring uh, Mo back on here for the for the religion episode because that's one definite way that i would say they got people wrapped up when it comes to uh yeah all of that shit because i feel like religion is is incredible the way it wraps people up because we the stories are are tales you no matter how old you get you have to admit this is a tale this is a fucking fairy tale and i'm living my whole life based off of a fairy tale like anyone could write a fairy tale my nigga I could I could write a, an incredible story like the Bible, like about like what's the right stories about what's the right thing to do and not the right thing to do, and then you're following it for your whole life, even to the point of like nigga, like and you talking about heaven and hell and shit that ain't even ain't nobody you ain't got no evidence in neither or, like come on man, it's getting crazy. Yo, imagine imagine if that fairy tale got in the wrong hand facts hold tight right there y'all. So right there, <laughs> well yeah, so we about to take a break, man. This is philosophy, y'all. You know what I'm saying? And we're talking about the Matrix. We'll be right back. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. One. Yo, yo, yo. This your boy, Illy, man. We back. Philosophy, man. This episode is about the Matrix featuring my boy, Black Mo. And we in here, man. We, you know what I'm saying? We trying, trying to get your brains wrapped around this madness, man. You know what I'm saying? Is you Neo? Is you Morpheus? Is you Trinity? Who are you in this motherfucking thing, man? You know? That's what you got to ask yourself today. That's what you're going to be thinking about all night after listening to this. So, Black Mo, Yo. go ahead, continue, man. You know what I'm saying? Dropping some wisdom on everybody on this Matrix shit, man. So, what you want to talk about next, man? 
Man, I was uh, I was honestly interested to hear where you wanted to go with that with that religion uh, <laughs> with that religion aspect, man, because that is that is the construct that you can control, man. Mm-hmm. All right, bet. Well, from the things that from the things that you've been saying on this one, like it's opening my eyes to what I what I already know in a weird way. You know how knowledge is, y'all. Like. You might know something, but somebody else will say something and then your eyes really open. And what Momo was saying as far as like, um, as far as like the worker, the consumer, all that kind of shit, like that's what they want you to be. Now, religion, <clears throat> religion, the way I see it is like, because I got a father who's a pastor, you feel me? Like my dad is into pastoring and all of that. But him being my dad, I know that he's not into pastoring because because like i mean he love he loves god like if you let him tell it he loves god all of that i'm not saying he don't i'm not trying to get into all of that but i feel like my father is just a great speaker and he 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 likes to uh, motivate people he's a he's a motivational speaker he gets paid to, to do motivational speeches so i feel like pastoring just kind of allows him the avenue in a way you know what i'm saying but yeah absolutely right now now that being said him dealing with people on a on a day-to-day basis like as a pastor it it also it also avails him the opportunity to continue his motivational speaking to the point where he doesn't have to do nothing but be a motivational speaker and that but that's his that's what that's what gives him joy you know what i'm saying because it, it, it feels good to, you know what i'm saying it feels good to give to people like me and tremaine were talking about that on one of the on the prior episodes about giving and how giving makes you feel it makes you feel something that nothing else in the world makes you feel like you know what i mean like the, the feeling of giving uh giving a homeless person 20 bucks we was talking about that like that that feeling is is an it's incredible it's an incredible feeling it's it's not it's just it's just subtle we're in a society where that's not something that you gonna really like sit on you're not gonna sit on that feeling all day but the feeling is a great feeling um, yeah, it like it definitely releases some type of some yes. type of enzyme in you, right? Right, right. You know what I mean. So it's just like, uh, and I was thinking about that too after the after the conversation me and Tremaine had. Like, it's like when you cook. I feel like that's what got me in. The, that's what got me to have a love for cooking and shit. Like after I worked at Whole Foods for those two years and I learned all I, I learned about cooking, I should have just stopped cooking after that because it's it's work. But I ended up, I got better at it the more I, I found a love for food and like it's but it's not the food it's about giving the food that's what why i love to cook you know what i'm saying it's about yeah absolutely you know what absolutely. i mean it's about knowing that i'm satiating everybody's hunger and shit and that everybody's happy like after eating like you know and and they enjoy something i made for them it's like the creative aspect is in it the giving aspect is in it you know the artistic aspect is in it and uh yeah so yeah i feel like yeah so i'll say i say all that to say you know the matrix uh as far as like religion and shit goes it's like it it turns you into like some type of consumer you know in a way where like you just become a it's easy it's easy to sell you what they want you to consume if you're religious i know exactly what box you're in you understand right exactly i know exactly that you're a muslim i know that you're a christian I know, so I can just sell that to you all day for your entire life and promise you heaven or hell. You know, if you don't buy my shit, yeah. you're going to hell. If you if right. you buy it, you're going to heaven. And that's perfect. That's perfect for the matrix because 
not only is it that, but now I'm by you buying it, it cuts you off from doing other things. So I know exactly what you won't do. If you don't buy it, it makes it difficult for me to know what you right. will and won't do. And that's why you're dangerous. You feel me? So you have to buy something. If you don't buy one or the other, now you're a target or something, you know? So that's that's my that's my spill on that real quick, man. Go ahead. Yeah, also, man, also, also, you know, it keeps you from thinking outside of the box, right? Mm-hmm. Like the moment you start questioning stuff is when, you know, it flips back on you on some, you know, well, you know, that's the devil talking or, uh, you know, thinking like that is going to get you, you know, a seat in hell or, you know, if yep. you think like this, you're going to go to heaven. So like, you know, it keeps you from, it keeps you from questioning, it keeps you from, um, you know, trying to gain insight into certain things based on the fact that, you know, you'll either face eternal punishment or, you know, you'll, you'll be an eternal ecstasy. Facts. Facts. And you see how you see the words you use ecstasy, like, God damn, like, think about, <laughs> yeah, like, think about what that means, y'all. Like when someone says ecstasy, like, that's like, like, think about a pill, you know, like rolling on a pill is like a whole nother incredible feeling that like, that's what they're trying to compare heaven to. So they, they, they find the most furthest thing to compare heaven to in order to keep you in that box without that. Uh, you probably won't, you know, if you don't believe that, then it's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? It's like a salesman or something, like just telling you, like, this is the greatest car ever. Like, I promise you, like, this shit never breaks down. Nothing ever happens with this car. Like, you know, and you just got to buy it because you're just like, fuck, like, it's like that. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, that that's that's some deep shit, man. Some deep shit to think about, y'all. I mean... But yeah, my nigga, like, so what what else? What else that's that that's probably my spill on, on the religion, on the religion side. Yeah. Yeah. So what you think? Uh I, so I would say, man, I would say, you know, how many people if this I'm I'm gonna ask another question. If this is assimilation, right? Right. And uh, you know, we were privy to this information and we were telling you know, we were telling folks, as many folks as we could, that, you know, we've got to, we've got to, you know, free ourselves and get out of it. How many people do you think would actually be down with that? Word up. I mean, I'm guessing. Like, how many people would actually want to jump out of this simulation? I, I feel like not, I feel like when you when you say jump out of it it leaves too much to question because no one knows what it means to to not be in the simulation so it so that in itself will create fear and that right there will keep a lot of people from doing it people don't want to do it till they see others doing it that's what i think will happen i don't know and it still would be a minority right you saying it'll be a minority what like jumping out of it yeah, like if we told a thousand people, you know, it would be, you know, 10%, 25% of those people who would actually be willing to do it. Yeah. You know, and that's being generous probably. Right. I feel like, you know, a lot of us are cool with the simulation. We're cool with being in the box. We're cool with not asking too many questions because, you know, like you said, we're afraid of the reality that 
isn't what we're exposed to. Right. We're, you know, we're we're satisfied with uh, with, with uh, these simple pleasures that we're experiencing. Right. To the point where you know we're we're afraid to go outside of the box. We're afraid to see what else is out there. We're afraid to find out whether or not like this is all there is. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. People don't um. Yeah, people are not, they're not ready. I mean, like, yeah, it's like you said, pleasures. That's the key word in this in this situation because we're, we're okay with it because we can get our basic pleasures. If we knew, I feel like as human beings over the couple of thousands of years, we've probably found most of the things that are pleasurable to a human. Yeah, and um, I think they've, they've used that to better the simulation, to evolve the simulation into something aware. It's like, there's not a pleasure you can really imagine that you haven't had. And that's why they that's why they keep creating different drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like drugs, I feel like drugs is the only types of pleasure. That, those are the only things that'll hold a pleasure that you haven't really had because it's unlocking some type of thing in the brain. You dig what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, like yeah, you, you can't feel you can't feel what it feels like to roll on fucking three pills or some shit or two pills just walking through the streets or whatever. Like people try like certain like gurus, like sad guru. I'll say some weird shit like, yeah, I can feel ecstasy just by myself. Like, no, you can't. Like, that's not what, right. like, that's impossible, my nigga. Like, <laughs> it's damn near impossible. But drugs can make you feel that. Like, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So right. that, that's what, that's how they really locking us in. They just, they, they use drugs to unlike all possible pleasures, I believe. Because this shit is made Absolutely. in, yeah, Absolutely. yeah, they're made in labs. These things are made in labs. They're not made, that God didn't put this on the planet. This is man-made constructs yeah. and for why like, <laughs> taking taking that a step further too i would say you know some drugs you know damn near shake is free right like you know psychedelics for example right right you know that kind of that kind of like removes in my eyes you know anytime that i've ever taken psychedelic yeah. it's 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 kind of a exposed to reality you know, it's mm. kind of like removes the veil of what I think is real. Kind of shows me that 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 you know maybe my perception is off a little bit. All right, well let's let's go into that. What kind of uh, what kind of psychedelics? When you say that, what kind of psychedelics are you talking about that you tried that makes you feel like that? Man, the uh, the most incredible drug I've ever taken, and I. I not to turn this into a drug pod, but <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's conversation. You feel me? Yeah. So, uh, the most, the most incredible drug I've ever taken is DMT by far. Wow, my nigga tried the DMT. That's good. So, yeah, so bro. let's talk about yeah. let's talk about your DMT experience then, because I'm like you said, for those listening, we talking about the Matrix and we talking about freeing your mind from the Matrix. So, Mo, let us know. How how it correlates to what we're speaking about? Man, I uh, with, with with DMT, I felt as though like the uh, this this three dimensional uh, this three dimensional perception that we have is only part of it. If that makes sense, like there's 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 more dimension that we are experiencing at the same time that we just can't see. Explain and on that. DMT, it, it exposes that. Word, and you can on. see that. Hold on, hold on, cause yeah, hold on, cause I've never done a <laughs> yeah, I've never done a psychedelic. I'm like, I've never done a psychedelic, so you're gonna have to slow it up for me real quick. So when you say uh, shit like, uh, when you say shit like, 
it exposed to you that there's multiple dimensions happening at the same time. Yeah. What does that mean to the elementary person listening to the elementary brain listening to this? So say, yeah, put that in layman terms. What are you saying? Okay. Uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to explain it without sounding like uh, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs or some <laughs> shit, man. But, but uh, you know, what, what when our eyes are open, you know, we see the three-dimensional world, right? Okay. We see, you know, I'm in my room right now, so I see, you know, a TV, a lamp, a bed, you know, a closet, all that. Okay. But uh, when I took DMT, uh, like, all that went away, and all I saw were, you know, all the colors on the spectrum. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm talking any color that's possible. I saw, you know, forming into each other, okay. and any any shape any shape that's possible, like geometrically, I saw that just you know forming into each other, you know, almost like uh, you know like the Fibonacci. Yeah. So it was like that, like just moving, you know, in in my in my mind, you know what I mean. Now that being said, you know, I'm laying on the ground at this point. So I still feel the ground. I still feel that I'm in, you know, our reality. But I'm I'm in this whole other world, this whole other plane that is just as real as, you know, the world that I see on a day-to-day basis. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So first of all, <laughs> hold on. So first of all, you were on your back on the ground. So I got to ask, did the DMT put you on your ass or were you? <laughs> did you decide to lay on the ground? <laughs> That's the first nah, question. Nah. <laughs> because if that shit did that, I'm kind of scared of it, fam. I don't know. Nah, nah. Nah, see, so I was, so I was on my stomach. I was on my stomach. Okay. I was, I was, I was um, you can do it on your back, though, but I was uh, kind of instructed to get on my stomach, like, in a flight pose, basically. Mmm. Wow, fam. I don't know if you should have said that. But it's, it's, <laughs> Pause. Pause. That was so good. All right, man, man, man. Man, this nigga is crazy. Hey, so, all right, so, boom. So, so you're doing this, I'm presuming, with some type of shaman or some shit. It sounded like a nigga told you or it's one of the homies who was just like. Oh. One of the homies. One of the homies who's done it before. Okay. One of the homies who's done it before said that it would, be, it would make more sense. If I got it, it's like almost like I'm floating, right? Like okay. almost like I'm in, in a in a pool of water and I'm just floating on my stomach. Right? I bet. All yeah. Right. So 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 doing that, getting into that pose, you definitely feel like you're floating, like you're like you're flying on something. You know what I mean? All right. All right. But all that all that to say, all that to say, is it it it. In that state, it seemed as though the three-dimensional plane that we perceive uh, is just, you know, that that's just something that our consciousness have uh, uh, something our consciousness has agreed is reality. Okay. And we all share that. We all share that reality. Like you know, uh, you know, I'm sure you're in a room right now. Yeah. So you're looking at a computer screen. Yeah. You got a phone in your hand. Yeah. Uh, all those things. Like we're sharing this reality together, this three three dimensional world. Uh-huh. But when I was on the DMT, it 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 
it showed me that there's more dimensions that we can see. Damn, there's more, in on it. there's more dimensions we can see. So that being said, like, let's say you're on DMT and uh, like you want to go open a car door. Is the car there? Like, are you are you seeing is, or is it just a bunch of shapes or some shit? Are you saying? Yeah. Like, what are you saying? So so in this in, in my state, my eyes were closed. Okay. My eyes were closed. Uh-huh. So so I didn't even want to look at the I didn't want to look at what the reality looked like. I wanted to I wanted to kind of feel it. Word. But I could still, I could still see. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I, thought I could your, still see. Yeah, I thought your eyes were open or some shit. So you, so your eyes are closed this whole time, and it's a short high, right? It's not very long. Yeah, it's only like, 10, it's only like ten minutes. Ten minutes. Okay. All right. Go ahead. But, but I, I, from what I hear though, is like even if you, even if your eyes are open, you do, uh, you do visualize things. You do see things. Oh wow. Okay. Hmm. All right. But yeah, all, all that to say, like drugs like that, drugs like that, I would imagine, you know, the the agent in this case, the the agent Smith, wouldn't want you to fuck with, right? Because why? like, yeah, why? You're exposing yourself to a different level of perception. What do you think? What do you think is is antagonistic to what they? would like for you to see on a, on DMT. What about DMT is antagonistic to their construct? Uh it's it's it's, it's opening your it's opening your, the doors of perception to 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 things outside this reality that they're trying to sell. Such as uh consuming. You know, like after I feel like after after I took it I had a clarity on some like you know what's important and what's not if that makes sense you know like like the shit that i thought was important going into it i definitely felt different about after so give me an example when you say that when you see uh man uh money okay yeah that's a great yeah yeah Uh, elaborate elaborate on that so you went in there you went in there thinking that money was what we all most of us think what money is what did DMT right. do to your perce- your perception on money? It made me see that money money only has so much value. It only has so much value. It only has so much value because we all agree that it has so much value. Right. But in reality, it's just paper. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and there's other things that are way more valuable, like, you know, like, like fucking life in general. Right. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's deep. That's deep. I mean, you know, we I feel like, you know, we're pretty we're pretty in tune people, the two of us. So I'm not so I'm not surprised that you I mean you've always understood that. We've we all have understood that, you know, like the fact that it's just paper, but it's yeah. different. It's different. The way you're saying it, I know what you mean. You're saying like it like brought you it like was solidifying that realization because right yeah like we look at paper and know we look at the paper money and know this is just fucking paper but sometimes you can literally get lost in the accumulation of the shit and then be like you know what i mean like nothing matters more than this in a way that shit shit really run your day-to-day you know what i'm saying like we can get into a mode where that shit run our day-to-day facts and like everything we do all the decisions we make 
be really based on whether or not that's involved <laughs> right. some, some form of that yeah 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 exactly exactly now that right there just you and me talking about that right there that is for anyone who doesn't understand what the matrix is that simple concept or understanding of that alone the fact that our everything we do day to day is for a piece of paper that we have deemed valuable as a society you know all of us together have decided that this this is valuable to the point where you won't you won't have shelter or clothing or food without this we've all agreed right. or, we've all unconsciously agreed to it some of us consciously the the higher ups have consciously agreed but us down here many of us have subconsciously agreed and unconsciously agreed you know what i mean that this is the most important thing um to the point where it's running our day you got 24 hours in a day even time is another one of the concepts that that play into the matrix talk as well you know yeah just you know i was gonna take it there but i didn't want to you know what i'm saying I, I didn't already added too much crazy mm -hmm. shit to the mix no 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 you're doing you're doing the right thing that's what philosophy is for y'all for anybody tuned in right now that's what this show is for y'all i'm going there with it we we talking about real shit we, we getting real people in this motherfucker talking about real shit and and we're we're let we're allowing people th this avenue of mine is to allow brilliant people to use their minds and talk about the things that we walk around all day having repressed in our brain these conversations that you want to have but you only have them when you're high as fuck at some party with some weirdo you've never met when you know what i mean like those type of conversations that's that's what i'm here to do because those conversations are usually some of the best conversations and then you just kind of forget about them over the over time so i'm right. i'm here recording these conversations where i'm having them with people that i know are brilliant minds and understand the shit that they talking about so yeah so don't feel no kind of way man you can continue man we we are uh, we about eight minutes out from the next break so continue yep. what you're saying man Man, well, shit, you know, I mean, you're talking about time, you know, time is all, all of these things that we're talking about, these constructs that we're talking about, mm -hmm. you know, obviously we're created at some point by someone in order to kind of, you know, put a, a category or a, uh, to create a, a, a rules in which laws in which we operate off of, but we all had to agree on it right in order for it to make sense in order for it to be real mm -hmm. i just found out i just found out today that ethiopia ethiopia they have their own calendar and they're seven years behind the roman catholic calendar so what does that tell you that that time ain't shit for what we say it is Word. <laughs> Word up, word up. So that means that 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 Ethiopians are telling themselves that they're seven years younger than what we would say they are as Americans. Right, right. Amazing. Right, that's crazy, right? Isn't it? That shit is amazing. That shit is amazing. And you know what, dog? I listen, man. Like as I get older, I'm, I keep running into people. You know, was I when I visit my family, people I haven't seen in like decades and shit. They see me and they're like. They're like, so how old are you? Everyone treat me like I'm 20. And I'm just like, nigga, I'm 33. Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 33 years yeah. old, fam. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at people, but they're like, damn. That like I say to them, like, God damn, like, how the fuck? Like, how? You look like you're 22 or some shit, like a baby. Like, and I'm just like, nigga, like, but I feel it. It's but I feel like it's partially because of my feeling about time. I think I had such a good time doing the shit that I was doing in my 20s that it kind of kept yeah. us young, you know, like the fact that we were just yeah. making music. Like, bro, I can't believe we was doing that shit for 10 years. Shit. We was doing all that F8 shit, all that, the meetings and all that shit. We was doing that for like 10 years straight. And it felt like like nobody was getting older. It just felt like we yeah, was just in like, a, yeah, it's like we were in a fucking, uh, that, that shit from Dragon Ball, the fucking hyperbolic chamber. And we was just like, yeah. you know what I <laughs> mean? Niggas come out of yeah. here, like, like everyone still looks good. Like, what the fuck is going on here? So it's like, I, I, I start to look at time and things like that. Like, it's all in the mind, man. Like, your mind can trick you into thinking that you're old. Your mind can trick you into thinking, you know what I mean? But if you're, yeah, if you're sure. not even, yeah, if you're not even thinking that you're old, you're just like, nigga, my mind is still on the same shit that it was when I was young. And I haven't even thought about how old I am. You move and do everything like you're still that age. Your body is still functioning like it's that age in a weird way. If you start telling yourself you're old and shit like that, then you start getting old. Like, yeah, I right. feel like, yeah, right. I feel, yeah, I feel like motherfuckers die off and shit like that because they feel they've told themselves something. They're telling that there's some type of inner dialogue that's that's breaking us down. But the but the matrix needs you to have that inner dialogue. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah, so, so, yeah, brothers, yeah, so yeah. yeah, so brothers who don't have that dialogue, they're, they're too focused on what they're doing to have that dialogue. Brothers who are who get caught up in it, they'll get that dialogue to eat you up. They, they want you Absolutely. to feel old. They want you to go out to the club and say, and a, and a bitch asks you how old you are, and you're like, I'm 45. And they want her to look at, like, give you a look, like, oh, like, this nigga's 45 years old. I thought you were, and now you feel old. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm right. saying? Now you feel old. So now you got, so you're going to spend the whole week looking at yourself different. Now you're old. Now you're like, I shouldn't wear this. I need to wear something a little more fit, age fitting. And now it just becomes right. a whole process, a whole poison. It's like a poisonous thing. That happens to where yeah. like now you start walking like an old nigga. You start, you dig what I'm saying? You start, you stop doing every yeah. young ass thing you used that. You to completely change up. You could, you could change up the whole energy. Exactly. You could change up your whole energy and your body is, is thriving off of it. Like your vehicle's thriving off of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's mad. It's mad. But I peep it though. I mean, think about when you, uh, you know, when you're excited about something, right? Yeah. You know, you're excited about something that's about to happen. The same day, you know, you, you got you got a, a party to go to, you yeah. know, at eight at eight p.m. Uh-huh. You know, and but you're excited, man. That time seems like it takes so long to get to there. <laughs> it, it seems like it takes so long to get to eight p.m. Right. It's so hype, you know. Mm. But if it's something you're not looking forward to, like you mm. got a court date, Mm-mm-mm. you know, at five p.m. Right. Mm-hmm. That thing gets here just like that. It's just nice. like that. You know what I mean? Like. It's our perception too of, of what time is that, like you know, it, 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 it's uh, it, it's really used to control and box us into a thought. You know what I mean? Yeah, something something's weird about that. Now that I'm looking at it, yeah, like that for real. Something's weird about that because I notice it. You notice it working when you go to work. All of us, I think, all of us have noticed that before. Go to work, the days. Because the longer you work, the easier it is to get through your day. Yeah. Because it's not so much that it's fun, but you know your job so well that 
the time is not an option. It's not a, it's not a, a thing that's fucking with your head no more. When you first get the job, you're like, fuck, like, damn, I did all of that. I still got some more shit to do. But once you already know what you're finna do at work, the days start going faster, it seems like. Because right. it's almost like you just know what you're finna do. It's like, it's not fun, but you know what to expect. Like, if, like going to a party, you know what to expect. You know you're gonna have fun. If you know you're gonna like, you know what I mean. If shit goes faster if you already know what to expect. If you don't know what to expect, meaning like you watching the clock. Facts. It's gonna be a long day if you watch the clock. You know what I'm saying? That nigga Rimble Ooh. said that shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. been blocked. To, I don't been blocked to block in Crocs and socks. That nigga said, <laughs> it's gonna be a long day if you watch the clock. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what he said. That's what he said. So. Yeah, y'all. Hey, look it, man. So we coming up on another break right now, man. Y'all go ahead. Do what y'all got to do. Me and my mans, we ain't here talking about these things, man. And it's getting real. It's a hell of a conversation. This might, this might be the most informational episode I've had since I began, man. Season two, we out here, man. Season two, we out here, man. It's April 10th, 2022. It's nothing but an FH party, man. We just out here talking about things, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas go do what you got to do, man. Meet you back up in here, man. Roll the blunt, man. You know what I'm saying? Pack the bowl. Do what you got to do, man. One. Yo, yo, yo. So we back. You know what I'm saying? I hope everybody got right. Did what you had to do, man. We having a great conversation today. You got to admit, this is philosophy. This is your host, Illicism. I'm here with my motherfucking comrade, Black Mo. Y'all niggas know what's up, yep. man. You already know from day one. Same old shit. Ain't nothing changed. We out here, man. Flying high and all that good shit. You niggas know what's the deal. So, talking about the Matrix. So, how do y'all feel about the Matrix? You know what I'm saying? Do you feel like you're in a like you're in a simulation sometimes? Do you? And are you are you Neo or are you Morpheus? Are you Trinity? Who are you? You have to you have to ask yourself. You have to watch the movie and ask yourself which what part are you playing in this? Are you the person who leads people to the light? Are you the light? Are you what like which one are you? It's something to think about, man. You know what I'm saying? Use your brilliance, use your mind, use what the creator is giving us, man, to try to figure it out. So yo, Black Mo, we back. Talk to yes, the sir. people, man. Talk to the people, man. Man, uh I'm just I'm 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 thinking back on what we've talked about so far, man, and you know. Uh, this could be some very intimidating combo for for the people out there, man. Absolutely, <laughs> I agree. I definitely agree. Why now? Now, why is it intimidating the people? That's the question. Why would it be intimidating? Man, because it's, it's uh, you know we're questioning the reality that everybody is used to, that everybody's grown used to. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm questioning whether or not we've been programmed to feel the way we feel or if this is is real absolutely let me ask you a question um what do you feel about what do you feel about the concept of 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 programming like as far as how humans are programmed because me and Tremaine were talking about this two uh, two episodes back We, we spoke about programming how like just how deep how deep the concept of programming and like tvs being called programs and all these different types of things like it makes you feel like when from the things you said today it makes you feel like it is true because it's like 
since we're already plugged in, it's like we are a little program. Like we all they have programs for each of us. Like yeah, uh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like hip hop absolutely. Is, you know what I mean? Hip hop is a program. It programs you to treat people how you treat them and dress how you dress and walk how you walk, talk how you talk. You know, uh, somebody else uh, who's programmed like white people are pro not no disrespect to white folks listening, but like, you know what I'm saying? They're programmed to like not season their food a certain way or not be able to dance. Like there's certain things that happen that makes it that way. Like no, no disrespecting niggas, bro, but you feel me though? Like there's a pro, there's some type of programming that has to happen. It's like, and I would say programming by like the shows that they watch. That, that would be right. my guess. It's like, like if you're watching like right. the Andy Griffith show and you're young and shit, like you're not going to have like Gilligan's Island and shit like that. Like you don't have no rhythm. You don't understand like what culture, like as far as considering that the brown man is all over the place, like their shit is just, I don't know. It's like they're missing something in their programming, but they make sure because the white man rules the world. So he makes sure that his people only have a certain type of programming. But while he right. makes sure that we have, right. he makes sure that we have a certain programming to the fact where he funds all of our programming. So you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how do you feel about how do you feel about programming? Just get just give your spill on it a little bit. Man, well, I, I feel like it's easy as it's easy as hell. It's easier than it's ever been. Because, you know, you figure like our parents, right? When they were kids, uh, they were programmed by the TV. Right, mm-hmm. they're programmed by the TV. Uh, like you said, you know, watching certain shows, watching certain commercials, watching what's on the news. You know, like that 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 was that was how they got programmed. But there was only so many channels. Right. There's only so many programs. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Whereas now, you know, uh, you know, current generation, we walking around with a damn computer in our pocket. Right. You know what I'm saying? We walk around with a computer. Uh, we can watch anything we want to watch. We can look up anything we want to look up. But they can also, you know, inundate us with whatever information they want to inundate us with, you know. And how do we know what's real and what's not? You know, a lot of people, you know, if you like me, you get a lot of information from, from Google. You get a lot of information from YouTube, from Wikipedia. Right. But, like, you know, who's to say that that's not what they want, you know. They, you know, they're able to give me ads on all of those things. Hmm. They're able to show me images of what they want me to think. You know, not only I'm supposed to look like, but but they're supposed to look like. What's beautiful? What's what's right. uh, success? All these things, man, come from this little uh, magical computer in our pocket. Right. So I feel like it's easy as hell to get programmed now. Absolutely. You ever heard the uh I would you ever thought about the fact that they're called cell phones? Like on the fact that like of all the things you could have called these phones, they're called cell phones, as in like you're in a fucking cell. Like this is yeah. your Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't think about I didn't think about that. Bars. Bars though. You think of, I'm not saying no, I'm not saying bars like rap bars, like think about it. Bars, your fucking your fucking reception, bars. Oh wow. How many bars wow. do you have? Like how, wow. how how well do I how well do I have you locked up in there? If you got four bars, you got five bars, I got you really locked in. If you only got one bar, you're 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 back right, into you the real world. You, you, 
Yeah, you can get out of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You you have you can't you you're not gonna be staring at your phone with one bar on it. You're gonna be looking at the real world again because your phone ain't working anyway. But if I got you at that, right. I got you at five bars, I could keep your ass locked in a little bit. Well, and now we got this thing called Wi-Fi. You know what I mean? That's like infinite, like infinite bars. <laughs> right, right. Once you're in Wi-Fi. Right. Now we're doing Wi-Fi. You know? Yeah. This shit is in, it's incredible. It's it's slick, you know. I, I you know not to you know no disrespect to to white folks, bro, but they 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 the ones doing all this shit, man. They using everybody to do these things that they got plotted, and it's like this is some type of scheme. It's another type of evil scheme that the white man always got. He just can't help right. it. He he can't help it because he want to rule the world. If you want to rule the world, you have to be evil, and it's always to our dispense because. We're not fucking, we're not white. So it's like, why does he have to give a shit? So he just does whatever he wants to us and uses brown people to do everything. And then it's like, I was listening to somebody. Yeah, for our energy. For our energy, right? Yeah, they need our, yeah, they need our energy in order to keep this, this thing going. And they, but you know what? Right. <laughs> exactly. They need they need the they need the matrix to keep going. And what I'm noticing is like from the from all the like different type of uh, educational shit that I listen to and understand, like, you know, the white man, not to I keep saying the white man, but I mean, what the fuck? Like, what am I supposed to say? Like, look, yeah, like it's not a nigga. A I nigga, mean, a nigga ain't doing it. That's who's in rule shit right I'm now. I'm just saying so it ain't. Not. Yeah, it's not. It's not fucking Tyrone with a piece of chicken in his mouth. It's not him doing it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's definitely Bill and Bob. Like, who are doing this? Like, so you know what I'm saying? Like, so check it out. Like, like what the fuck? He he's sitting there like just watching us. He he uses us. He uses our energy and our coolness. And all of that shit to basically bring upon our own destruction. Not necessarily the people that he hires. He doesn't want to destroy the people he hires because those are the people he hired to do the work, right? Yeah. But, but he'll use he'll use their skills to destroy others that he assumes that the people he hired wouldn't give a fuck about because of what he's paying the people that he hired. It's just like yeah. you're, you're not gonna give a fuck about this if I use this skill or this, that, and the third to destroy people and you know, and, and push them down the wrong path. You don't give a shit because you're getting you're getting your little dollar. Like you should be happy and stay in your pocket and be quiet, right? But absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's just not something ain't something just don't be fucking making sense. I was gonna touch on a certain point, but like I got too deep and now I lost my actual point. But <laughs> nevertheless, yeah, man, like you know what the fuck I'm saying, man. Like you my nigga, you know what the fuck I be on, dog. I be like thinking about these things, like what's going on here. But yeah, yeah, they get- which is why going back to the going back to the original uh, the original topic, which is why I wouldn't put it past uh, you know the powers that be to create assimilation. Like it, it doesn't seem far fetched. I'll just put it that way. Whether or not you know whether or not you believe that that's actually what's happening or not. You know, that's up for you to decide the person. But, like, I'm just trying to get y'all to think, like, why would it be possible? You know what I mean? Like, why, why, you know, nothing's too evil. There's no such thing as too evil. You know, we're describing a world right now where it seems very evil without the simulation part. Right. 
So like, why wouldn't there be uh, why wouldn't there be another level to this where, you know, we're in we're in a computer generated simulation used to keep us in control to harness our energy. Like that's why I love the movie The Matrix because it seems so realistic to me. Like it seems like uh, it seems like something that is completely possible. But it also showed me, like, you know, that there's a value to, to, to being different, to thinking outside of the box, to not allowing yourself to be boxed in, you know, controlled, to having your own thought process, man. You know, like, there's going to be a lot of things that try to get you to walk a path that, you know, they want you to walk. But, you know, if it ain't, if it ain't your path, if it isn't what you want to do, then, you know, at least from, from, from how I interpret it, the Matrix, the Matrix inspired me to, to make the decisions that I wanted to make on my life, you know? Right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. God damn. Now you got me thinking, man. I'm over here thinking and shit. I'm listening to you. I'm thinking too. Like, yeah, there's some type of there's some type of weird ass thing with this programming. There's something with this programming, but that's and it's and it's right in our fucking face. It's like yeah, it's right in your face that we are programming you to feel a certain way and programming this person to feel a certain way, and we're separating the two of you. There, otherwise, there's no reason why we should have separate programs. Why do we? Why do you need? One of you are Apple and the other one is Windows. Like, why right. why even have that if if we were in a world of some type of justice? It's just not. I don't know. You could it's just it's just easy to see, man. When I when I look at black people and we're just getting worse, uh, I feel like personally we're just getting worse. They they do so much to like promote the the like drill music and this type of music to us. And to destroy us, because that's all that happens. It's niggas killing each other in the hood, bro. And then in their neighborhoods, no one's killing each other. It's right. like it's like it's if you could see the statistics, it's like unbelievable. Like, why is this happening? Anybody with a fucking brain will look at that and be like, um, so you're telling me eighty seven percent of niggas are killing each other in the hood, and then zero right. zero percent of white people that live around white people are killing each other. What's going right. on? Are you telling me niggas are stupid? Because we damn sure ain't stupid. Like, nah. you know what I'm saying? Just black history yeah. with alone will tell you that we're not stupid. We're not the stupid ones here. So what is happening? It's like these something is being withheld from certain people in this matrix in order to feed other people. But then it's like, ah, oh, man, Mo, this shit crazy, y'all. Man, this yeah. is... This, it's all facts, though. It's facts, it's all facts. You know, re regurgitated, uh, like you know, regurgitated nonsense, basically in, in our within our communities. You know, like you said, with the music that we listen to, uh, you know, the the clothes that we buy, the energy that we put towards, you know, the shit that doesn't necessarily matter for our progression. We just keep we just we keep getting fed to us. You know, like force fed to us. Right. Y'all, this is motherfucking philosophy, and I'm here with my boy Black Mo, and we kicking ass. 
letting you know about life, man, and the Matrix. And we're touching on all kinds of crazy shit today because the Matrix is all kinds of crazy shit. I, that's what my realization is after talking to this guy. It's a bunch of crazy shit going on. And you would never know. You're not going to have this conversation with your uncle, your aunt, your grandpa, your mom. You're not. You're only going to get this conversation here. And that's why you're here at Philosophy. Thanks for being here. We're kicking ass. Yeah, we might get shut down for this. We might get shut down for the second time. <laughs> for the second time. We might get shut down for the second time. So we about 15 minutes out, y'all. I had to turn the music off because we was having such a fucking conversation. I needed to make sure everyone heard what my nigga was saying. And now we're on the last 15 minutes and just... I mean, goddamn, you probably haven't heard nothing this deep since you don't even know. There's so many, like, there's so many, like, unsatisfied, uh, unsatisfied wives listening to this and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and things of the sort. They, they haven't had a good conversation with anybody. They've been taking care of kids all day and they just haven't even heard the things that are going through their head. And me and Mo is here, man. Let y'all know, man. Like, what a great conversation, dog. This philosophy, y'all. Yeah. The Matrix, y'all. April, April tenth, man. So what's so what's up, my nigga? Like, I mean, damn. I mean, damn. Yo, man. I got, I gotta ask you, bro. I gotta ask you, man. What's the word? Who are you listening to right now, bro? Who am I listening to right now? Yeah, like who, who, who outside, outside of yourself, of course. Who would you say somebody that you're checking for right now? All right, I'm not really checking for nobody, but I'll, uh, but like, I get tired of listening to my own shit because it's my own voice. So I'll be listening to everybody, right? But, um, right now I'm fucking with my nigga El Camino out of the, out of the, like, he, he's, uh, Conway and them's boy, like Benny and yeah, them's boy. Yeah, I yeah, fuck yeah. With, I, I fuck with El Camino for real. I listen to that nigga a lot. Like, I, or I have a lot of songs from him in my shit, so. But he just, he hitting that nerve that I'm looking for. You feel me? Like, that gritty shit. I love it, you know? Um, well, he's just, like, I just look at my playlist. El, I got a lot of El Camino going on right now. I'm fucking with CML, of course. That's my nigga. Like, I love his shit. I did, but, you know, CML is different. Like, with him, I be looking for the one that bang. Because with him, he make a lot of his shit kind of sound the same. No disrespect to my nigga, but he know he if he listened to this, he know what the fuck I'm saying. Like a lot of his shit be sounding how it sound. It's not so you gotta find that the gem. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know how niggas put out an album yeah. and you know what you listening to on the album, but there's a gem. There's always like so I'm always looking for like his gems and shit. The ones where it's like, oh yeah, this shit's different from the other tracks. Something special about this one. I listen to uh, uh you know who else do I listen to right now? Um I've been listening to this nigga Ito. I think he's from New York. He didn't did a couple of joints of like, you know, Dark Low. He fuck with V Don. You know who V Don is? Uh uh-uh. uh. V Don is a producer. Um, I don't, I'm not sure where he's from, but he's got a he's got a real he's got a heavy he's like he's like if Alchemist was black or some shit. Like Word. Yeah, okay. That nigga V Don. Yeah, V Don is a cold motherfucker. He produced some shit you probably heard before. You just he's just coming up like as far as like becoming a name where a household name I should say. At least on the underground scene. 
so I listen to a lot of V Don's like his production uh stuff that he's put out because he's producing for a lot of like street niggas or whatever. I like Word, that. okay. Yeah. I got a peep. Yeah, V you you'll fuck with V Don shit heavy. Like I play some of his beats on it on this show a lot of times. So yeah, he makes a lot of cold shit. Um who else am I listening to? Um who the fuck am I listening to? I mean I don't know. I listen. I listen to a lot of shit, bro. I got a huge, uh, very eclectic ear when it comes to rap. I listen to everybody a little bit. I just yeah. Have you peeped? Have you peeped uh, my homie? Yeah, I peeped my homie. So you like Mike? You like Mike? Oh uh, man, I think he. I think he definitely has a dope. Uh, he has a dope style for sure. I feel it. You know what? The fact that you mentioned him. Y'all do got similar, like, I could, like, if I had to compare you to anyone in, in that camp, I probably would say my comedy. They, he got he got that left-hand style, his rap style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah he, got a, he got a left-hand style. Yeah, where, where it don't sound, yeah, it don't sound like, it don't sound like what you would expect a nigga to, how a nigga to attack the record, but if you listen to him, he's, he's coming with the same, the same vibrancy and shit. It's just the style yeah. is left-handed. Yeah, he got yeah. My my comedy and my Mike is the nigga is the Haitian nigga, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. And he be talking about some real. He be talking about some real shit too. Like yo, yo, yo. It it ain't on surface level with him. So I appreciate that. Yeah, all time. Yeah, he's he's him. He's him. He's just he's just the he's he got the left handed style where like he's southpaw. He's like uh. It's not awkward, but yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's awkward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all. He got a left hand style. That's why I call that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. Who you listening to? Oh man. Uh, yeah. uh I mean, like like you said, man. I definitely definitely listening to a lot. Uh, not necessarily checking for anybody, uh, but. Uh, man, let me. I'm. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just check my library real quick. Right. Just look at the last shit I was listening to. Uh. Shit. Bro, I was listening to some new chaos. Chaos. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, fucking chaos. Remember that? The OG like, oh. <laughs> from uh, OG from Canada. God damn, nigga, you listen to chaos? Bro, he's uh, he he got like some newer shit. It's kind of fire. All right. <laughs> All right. Wait, that nigga rap fast, don't he? Yeah, like he got like a little up tempo, like kind of dance, dance, right. uh, and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check him out, man. I never listened to Chaos for real. Yeah, Chaos is nice. I feel like he's who Will I Am wanted to be. Wow. <laughs> That's cold. That nigga said who you wanted to be. I feel you though. I feel you though. They know each other though, don't they? I think so. Like I think they're in the same uh I think they're in the same camp or like uh like in the same circle of like artists. You know what I mean? Them niggas low key cousins. Them niggas, <laughs> they low key cousins, nigga. Shit. <laughs> oh, me though. I'm about to check real quick because I'm like I feel like he's low key his cousin. Yeah. They got similar swag. Yeah, there is something very similar about them. Let me see what it says. Yeah. Music career. I don't know. Let's see. 
Wow. Yeah, I couldn't see if they were. No, I tried to look it up. Yeah, I don't see nothing, but that nigga do look like a dirty will I am. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just fucking around, chaos. If you listen to this, I'm sorry. It's just the way we talk. Yeah, it's all yeah. Good, yeah. Chaos, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That nigga look like he's still smoking joints. That nigga smoke fat joints. <laughs> oh, bro, that nigga still smoking joints, bro. Oh, wow. He uh chaos chaos looks like he rapped with the, like the little leather wristband. Thanks. You know what I mean? Like the like the little coffee shop, like the coffee shop uh MC with the with the leather wristband and like the little army hat. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. One of them niggas one of them niggas who quick to like tell you about about like what the government's doing and shit. Like every yeah. day he got something to tell you about it. Like, yeah, yeah, and how hip hop and how hip hop is dying, you know. Like, I like artists, but it's definitely vegan. He's definitely vegan. He looks like he's like 100% vegan, nigga. He's been vegan since 29, since 2009. He's been vegan. He was vegan before that shit was cool. Facts, he was vegan before that and gluten free before that shit was cool, man. Absolutely. This nigga's toilet paper is vegan, even his toilet paper is vegan. That's how this nigga's <laughs> rocking. I, I promise you. Chaos, nigga. You hear me? So we out here, man. This is a philosophy, y'all. Me and my nigga, man. We about five minutes out, Joe. We finna roll yeah. it. Yeah, we roll it up. Let the world know, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So that's the Matrix, y'all. I don't know what, what more you want to hear from us. We pretty much bundled it up. Any last thoughts? Uh man, shit. I, I guess man, uh, unplug, unplug, unplug for a little second, man. Turn off your phone, turn off your TV. I mean, shit. Maybe crack open a book, man. Go outside, man. Sit in the sun. Unplug for a little bit, and I guess I promise you, you'll start thinking differently. That's for damn sure, man. Right up. Would you suggest? Would you suggest people try DMT? Absolutely, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Obviously, though, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be in a good spot, you know, mentally. Uh, you know, I wouldn't suggest it if you know you was going through some shit that you had to work through. But you know, if you felt up to it, if you felt confident in taking it, absolutely, man, it'll change your damn life. Absolutely. How will it change your life? In in, in bullet points. Man, it is just it'll just bring to the forefront what what's important. It'll bring to the forefront what's important, man. That's all I'ma say. Would you suggest people try shrooms? Yeah, man. I, I always suggest psychedelics in general. Psychedelics in general it, because because you're able to you're able to take a trip inside, man, and see and see what you're really see who you really are. See what type of person you really are. Get familiar with it. You know, part of the matrix, man, is keeping you from from uh, taking a look within. You know what I'm saying? And really understanding what what makes you who you are, what makes you tick. You know, you know, we spend most of our lives sleepwalking, ignoring that shit, man. Ignoring the internal conversation. You know, whole time, you know, our our inner voice is speaking to us. 
But we don't even hear that shit because we're so locked into the day-to-day. Well, I think psychedelics kind of help us, you know, shut out all that distraction and kind of look inside and see, you know, who we are, really. When you found out who you were off of the drugs, did you feel, did you like who you were or did you not like who you were? And how did you change anything or what did you do? Man, there was a lot I did not like. Such there was as, a lot I did not like about myself, man. So as far as what you uh, for the consumer, what what is something you you could share with us that you weren't feeling about yourself off of the off of the psychs? Man, I wasn't a happy. I wasn't a happy person. Wow, I wasn't a happy person, man. I kept telling myself I was, but I really was not. And, and and what what happened when I acknowledged that I was not is, you know, I was able to determine, you know, the things that do make me happy and the things that don't. And then, you know, set up a plan to figure out how to how to achieve the things that make me happy or how to do the things that make me happy. And it also made me realize I'm not always going to be happy. You know, but at least at least I can do is be happy with myself. Yeah. Are you willing? Are you willing? I'm asking you on the show with the people listening. Are you willing to divulge more into into this experience, or would you rather not? Oh uh, man, I, I would I would rather not solely because you know I'm still processing it myself. I'm still I'm still a work in progress. Myself, right. I know that's a safe ass answer, but <laughs> no, nah, that's good. I mean, I want to peer pressure you a little bit because I feel because we only have two minutes, but it's like I kind of would like to hear more about it. But yeah, yeah, it's all good if he, hey, he said he ain't gonna do it, y'all. So I was just, it, it wasn't my fault. He said he was. <laughs> he said he doesn't want to do it, so I'm not gonna pressure him. Hey. Y'all talk to him. Y'all, y'all talk hey, to him. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. If the people want me to do another episode, man, we can get in. We can have a whole psychedelic conversation. Word. So that being said, we're going to have to have a conversation about psychedelics with Joe. Now, see, I haven't had no fucking... Uh, I never done psychedelics because I had a very bad experience watching my men's on psychedelics and the nigga was completely out of his skin and i was just like um yeah he would never do this if i know he would never do this if this shit didn't happen and i don't know how he felt about it because now he's never never talks about it but i just know that's not how he wanted to be perceived at the time and i know he embarrassed himself in certain ways as far as who he sees himself as so i never did him but certain people can do psychedelics and can come back and tell the story and Mo is one of these niggas, so I was trying to get the story, but we're gonna have to wait till the next episode, y'all, because that's the end of philosophy for the day. It's five thirteen over here where I'm at, man. It's lit. My nigga did his thing, Big Mo, man. Thank you so Yo. much for being on the show. Thank you for Thanks everything, y'all. This is philosophy episode, fucking three or four of the Matrix. We out. <laughs>